Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Dodder. Thanks for joining. Have you ever struggled to figure out how your life intersects with Bible times? And what I mean by that is a lot of times we read stories in the Bible that are about people who lived a long time ago. Their day-to-day lives, their reality, in a lot of ways, looked a lot different than ours today. But when we think about God's grand story, his overall plan for humanity, there is a point at which we show up on the timeline of God's plan. And when I say we, I mean the church, the day-to-day life of God's people after the ascension of Jesus. That's the era of God's story in which we live. And our era, or the era of the church, so to speak, begins in the book of Acts. Acts is all about the church and God's heart and mission for people. So since we're about to start reading the book of Acts, here are some helpful things to know. As I just said a second ago, the book of Acts is all about the church. That's the key word, church. And as the book of Acts begins, Jesus is about to ascend back into heaven. So at this point, he's come to earth as a baby. He's lived his life. He's died on the cross. He's risen from the grave. And now he's going to leave. But he tells his disciples something very important. He's going to send the helper, the Holy Spirit in Acts 1.8. Acts 1.8 is the key verse for the book. And it reads, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Let me read that again. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And shortly after that, Jesus ascends back into heaven. But really... This verse, it's actually, or it becomes, the outline that organizes all the stories we read about in the book of Acts. First, we'll see the gospel spreading throughout Jerusalem, and then from Jerusalem, it will move into Judea in chapter 8, and from Judea to Samaria to the ends of the earth, and so on. This verse, Acts 1-8, outlines the whole book. It tracks the growth of the church and the movement of the gospel spreading from a centralized location in Acts chapter 2 at Pentecost, where we see the Holy Spirit come to live in believers. And from there, God's people go out walking in obedience and spread truth. The gospel spreads. Now, here are some things you need to know as we study. Number one, as you read, you've got to ask what is normative and what is formative, or said differently, what is prescriptive and what is descriptive. And to be clear, I didn't make up those terms, but I think they're helpful. As we read, we need to always be asking, is what I'm reading describing something that happened at one point in the history of the church that I can learn from, a formative event that's being described? For example, Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit shows up on the scene, as Jesus said would happen, Pentecost was an influential historical event. It's a milestone on the Bible timeline, so to speak. Pentecost is an example of a formative and descriptive event. When we receive the Holy Spirit, it's not going to look the same as it did for believers in that moment because that was a historical milestone. 
And then I need to ask, is what I'm reading normative and prescriptive, normative or prescriptive? Am I reading about something that happened in the early church or something the early church did that believers are instructed to continue doing or should still be doing today? Simply put, we ask, does this tell or show me what to do? Does this tell me what happened or does it tell me what to do? Does it tell me what happened or does it tell me what to do? If it tells me what happened, it doesn't mean it's useless and throw it out. I can learn from it, but it's not prescribing behavior. Second, when we study the book of Acts, we meet an important character named Paul. We'll talk about him a lot more when we get there, but for now, you need to know he's important. That's number three. Paul's important because he wrote a lot of letters we've already read in this year's reading plan. So where does Acts chronologically fit in? Well, the book of Acts records a lot of Paul's missionary journeys. He traveled around visiting churches, and along the way, he wrote letters. We've read all of them if you've been tracking with Join the Journey since January. Acts covers a larger span of time that a lot of the New Testament epistles, the New Testament letters, fit into. And fourth, as you read the book of Acts, you'll encounter the names of a lot of cities and regions. So if you're pretty familiar with the book of Acts, if you've studied it before— This go-round, it might be helpful to pick up a Bible atlas to aid you as you study or to deepen your study. I'm super excited for all God has for us as we study the book of Acts together. And regardless of whether or not this is your first time or your 100th time to read Acts, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.